Proverbs 3, verses 21 through 27. My son, do not lose sight of these. Keep sound wisdom and discretion, and they will be life for your soul and adornment for your neck. Then you will walk on your way securely, and your foot will not stumble. If you lie down, you will not be afraid. When you lie down, your sleep will be sweet. Do not be afraid of sudden terror or of the ruin of the wicked when it comes, for the Lord will be your confidence and will keep your foot from being caught. Do not withhold good from those to whom it is due when it is in your power to do it. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. All right, well, we're continuing on through chapter three. Uh, This is our second to last uh, stanza in the chapter. And, you know, it's continuing on in this very paternal language. My son, do not lose sight of these. Keep sound wisdom and discretion. And so it's uh, it's obviously very harmonious with uh, what we've been reading and, and kind of building upon it. You know, an interesting uh, thing that today's passage addresses, which the past couple don't address as specifically, is this idea of fear and mm-hmm. the... Uh, the impact that wisdom has on fear. So I, I think that that is is really cool. And on the flip side of that coin is confidence. Um, so two things that in our very anxious, uh, fearful, uncertain age uh, that we desperately need and should aspire to. So uh, no one cares my thoughts on either of those <laughs> though. They, they're here to hear Greg Conley's thoughts. So Greg... You're you're still looking sharp. Thanks. You're you're sounding sharp. You're offering sharp <laughs> wisdom. What are your thoughts on uh, on this passage? I think you're right. I mean, I think it, it does fit in with um, you know, the the previous portions of the chapter in terms of, you know, the 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 point towards wisdom, but that the real context here is that of fear, not being afraid. Um, and I think it's it's interesting that it's, it's do not be afraid of sudden terror or of the ruin of the wicked when it comes. Um, the Lord's going to be your confidence. Um, and keep your foot from being caught. I think there's, I want to almost, I don't want to split those, but essentially do not be afraid of sudden terror. Mm. Um, you know, it almost reminds me of like, you know, Jesus, like, you know, the wise man built his house upon the rock versus the house on the sand. Like the, the song you learn, like when you're in Sunday school, mm-hmm. right? If you build your life on things that do not last, and if you put your faith in things that do not last, I feel like you'll be anxious all the time. Yeah. I think like life would be terrifying. Yeah. Right. Because it's always just this close to being snatched away from you. Whatever it is you put your your faith in, right? Yeah. Um, and so if that's the way you've structured yourself, then you're gonna be terrified all the time that, you know, that something bad's gonna happen, it's all gonna be taken away from me, mm-hmm. and then what am I gonna do? Mm-hmm. If, however, um you've built your life wisely. Mm-hmm. You've you've built your life on something that lasts. You've built your life on the bedrock that is God. Then you're really not afraid of anything. Yeah. Now that doesn't mean that like bad things can't happen to you that will in the moment be scary, right? Sure. But it means that like you're not living in some constant state of fear because you're wise enough to know that God works all things together for the good of those who love him. And so mm-hmm. you sort of accept what God has for you. You trust in him. Yeah. Um I think the second part of that is, you know, don't be afraid of the ruin of the wicked when it comes. And so one, don't be afraid of the ruin of the wicked. And two, when it comes. So it is mm-hmm. it is indeed coming, right? Like, the, you know, which I think, you know, especially it, when you're writing to an agent audience, where you're sort of like living and dying and sort of, you know, your king a, and how he like engages with the people around him really have a lot of impact on maybe how 
how the downfall of the wicked could impact you. Um, I think it also, to a modern audience, I mean, honestly, it makes me think of our political moment um, and not like, not in particular what your politics are, but our politics today in the United States are one of fear. Everything is always like, you know, pick the group is trying to destroy America or is going to take us all down the world's ending, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And that there are these bad people and, you know, and I don't care who they paint as the bad guy. But honestly, like, there are wicked people in the world who are doing terrible, terrible things. And, um, and maybe those wicked people, um, the downfall of them could involve you and, and tangentially it could affect your life, but don't be afraid of it. Once yeah. again, God is in control of everything. Yeah. Right. And when the wicked are taken down, when, um, God judges people here on this earth, he, he, you know, whether he's using the Assyrians or, or what, um, don't be afraid of that when it comes. Yeah. Um, that wisdom, once again, it says the follower that it's the Lord will be your confidence and will keep your foot from being caught. Mm. That you can have confidence in him. If the whole world's falling down around you, if tomorrow the, you know, the the seas rise and the earth starts to break up, the Lord will be your confidence. You have no need to worry. Um, and that comes, um, it comes from wisdom. It comes from the wisdom of knowing your confidence and everything um, that you've built your life on is found in the Lord and in, in, in himself. I, I always think of, you know, uh, Thomas recently on Tuesday night was talking about Jesus and being silent, um, you know, on the cross, not mm-hmm. saying anything. Mm-hmm. And I was listening to a pastor one time talk about how Jesus doesn't say anything because he's got nothing to answer for. He's got no reason to defend himself. The entire time from the moment he's arrested to the, to the crucifixion, he completely trusts that yeah. the father has what is best in mind for him. And yeah. so he doesn't fear. He doesn't speak up. He doesn't get defensive. He simply trusts in the Lord. And I think that this is pointing us in that same direction, right? Doesn't matter, right? That that, that Christ, you know, being a, a member of the Godhead, mm-hmm. you know, to being God knows in his mind, do not be afraid of sudden terror as he's, as he's being lifted up on a cross. Why? Because the Lord will be your confidence. And even in that moment, he has confidence in the Lord. And so that the way of wisdom, the way of wisdom is that even in the most dire of circumstances, your confidence should be in the Lord. And I just think that's, I think this thing's beautiful. Preach it, man. I love it. I love it. This reminds me of uh, Habakkuk 3. Um, and D's, you know, time flies. I have no idea how long ago this was now. <laughs> but we, we studied Habakkuk as a church, um, which was really interesting. And the last passage you know Habakkuk's very dark very heavy very troublesome book as many of the minor prophets are Mm -hmm. and the last three verses are just utterly beautiful it says though the fig tree should not blossom nor fruit beyond the vines the produce of the olive fail and the fields yield no food the flock be cut off from the fold and there be no herd in the stalls and so from a Proverbs 3 lens uh, we could describe all of this as the ruin of the wicked. Because mm-hmm. if you read Habakkuk, you find out why is this like earth so dark and painful and un- uninhabitable that Habakkuk is talking about. It's because of wickedness mm-hmm. in Jerusalem and in the nations. Though all this should be the case, yet I will rejoice in Yahweh mm. and I'll take joy in the God of my salvation. God, the Lord, is my strength. He makes my feet 
like the deers or, you know, kind of the King James, what the actual word is, is like the hind's feet. Mm-hmm. He makes me tread on high places. And, you know, a hind, it's this female deer that uh, lives up in the mountains. And it's kind of, it's party trick is that the hind, she can put her rear feet exactly where her front feet are, mm. um, which is, you know, very uncommon. And, and not only put them right where they are, but like with great balance. And so these deer can be like in unimaginable, you know, kind of rock face situations, um, but just kind of treading around, climbing the rocks. Um, and so Habakkuk is, you know, it's it's this image of this this meek, vulnerable looking creature that actually has this great confidence Mm -hmm. and in the face of, you know, kind of adversity and peril is safe. Why? Because God is his strength Mm -hmm. and has made his feet like that. Like he can, he can stand securely on the edge. And I love like kind of this same image and the same ethos is pervading Proverbs three that, you know, why should you not be afraid of sudden terror? Why should you not be the ruin of the wicked? For Yahweh will be your confidence and he will keep your foot from being caught. It's like that exact same mm-hmm. kind of feel. And that, I mean, this really rings home for me because uh, one of the things that's been a huge part of my my faith journey has been um, really struggling with intrusive thoughts at different points in life. And, you know, some people have probably never heard that concept and some people probably have intrusive thoughts every day but it's you know uh, long story short it's like this obsessing over like these fears and anxieties of it's like irrational fears and and anxieties of like moral corruption Mm -hmm. or of like doing something terrible or becoming a terrible person or like accidentally against your will like developing like an evil desire or whatever mm-hmm. and uh you know that it used to like i remember the first time it kind of like set in i had no idea what was happening and i was like so terrified of myself and of life and of god and i th- i'm confident that there are probably a lot of people in our church who can relate to that mm-hmm. and i love this this promise is what what I have learned with those thoughts is that actually giving them attention and dealing with them is what perpetuates uh, their existence. Mm-hmm. And it's what gives like that part of your mind strength is giving it attention and trying to argue your way out of it and trying to reason with something that's illogical. And instead, what you should do is like, just look away from it Mm-hmm. look to something good i love you know philippians talks about whatever's true whatever's honorable you know all that if there's anything worthy of praise think about these things mm-hmm. and i think proverbs is kind of saying the same thing like seek wisdom seek understanding treasure that it will adorn you and then you have no need you'll find you have no need to be afraid of terror of the ruin of the wicked because the lord will be your confidence so i don't know it just it rings home but any thoughts, Greg? Or oh, yeah, I think that's that's beautiful. That's a great way to end it. Thanks, man. Yeah. Well, uh, it's only you know we only got more proverbs ahead of us. So for the great Greg Conley, 
and his great Brooks Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. This is Will Girl out. We'll see you tomorrow on our daily rhythm. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ's Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for Our Daily Rhythm.